Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Your inside look in the world of combat sports. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title off better than three decades. And straight up today, we're going to talk a little of mixed martial arts, a little of pro wrestling, mix in some boxing, a little combat sports in this hour, sort of a hodgepodge of everything. Of course, UFC 197 in the rearview mirror. John Jones back on top of the 205-pound division. Really, I mean... At, with an asterisk next to it because Daniel Cormier actually holds the title. But they're going to do it again July the 9th, UFC 200. Of course, the Conor McGregor-Nate Diaz fight, it's off. Or is it on? Well, of course, Dana White says it's off. He's pulled it off the car. But what a double main event that would be. That would probably be the biggest pay-per-view in the history of the UFC if they put Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz, the rematch at 170, as part of the co-main event of this UFC 200. I'm talking about Daniel Cormier and John Jones hooking it up for the 205-pound light heavyweight championship. Of course, John Jones painted Cormier like a white picket fence. Take that back, a brown picket fence about a year and a half ago with a five-round decision winning every round going away. So I think Jones is the superior athlete, but he's had that long layoff. Of course, that one fight against St. Peru a couple of weeks a week ago, coming back after, what, a 15-, 16-month layoff. But the bottom line is, John Jones is a man at 205 pounds, maybe the best fighter pound for pound in all of mixed martial arts. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of combat sports. If you want to tweet me, you can. The Twitter address is at RingTalk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. This is Ring Talk, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, and CRN2. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. 
For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Hi, this is Rick Haro. Join me for Beyond the Scoreboard Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. right here on Sports Byline. We go inside the biggest deals in sports with the biggest names in the industry. In sports news, business, law, marketing, politics, and deal making right here on Sports Byline. That's Beyond the Scoreboard only on Sports Byline and SportsByline.com. Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. right here on Sports Byline. I had a pretty good week out here in Vegas, you know, to get out back in front of the fans and and to just be open and honest with them for really the first time in my career just having everything out there for them to see um, and to see the way they've received me has been tremendous you know it's 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 scary when you tell the absolute truth about where you're at in your life and you know struggles with with sobriety and just 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 everything about me is really out there right now and uh, it, it's really freeing to be in this position to just not be hiding anything and just get to move forward in my life and yeah, I feel great man it feels really good thank you to all the fans who who stuck by me and who still support me and who are excited for me um it, it, it's, it's just so energizing for me as an athlete and I really appreciate everyone so much now more of ring talk with Pedro Fernandez Thirteen minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, folks. This is a bit sad to report, but I don't know how to put this. You know, the guy's walking down the street minding his own business, gets run over by a car, loses his leg, and guess what? He's no longer got a MMA career. I'm talking about Bellator's Jordan, Jordan Parson, a featherweight. I'm talking about a 145-pounder because that's what happened. According, according to Rashad Evans, this happened April the 30th in Delray, uh, Florida. As a result... He's in the hospital right now, a partially amputated right leg. Obviously, he'll never fight again, and he's currently listed in critical condition. Although, I did, <clears throat> I do remember broadcasting a fight. It was called the Seattle Showdown 
in July of 1990 on Sports Channel of America and with a guy named Dan Wisnowski challenged Robert Daniels for the WBA cruiserweight title. I think it was 190 pounds back then, but he only had one leg. I mean, from the knee down, his like leg wasn't his leg. You know, it was one of those those those, those leg, a fake leg. So it worked for him. So I'm wondering if this, but MMA is a whole lot different, man. And this guy's career is over. A hit and run accident that is really really bad news. So back to John Jones. How do we give John Jones a uh, uh, a report card over last week? Well, I give him a pretty good show. I think that he came back after what 13, 14 months off. All the BS has been in between. The cops harassing him to an extent. Yes, he is a bit of a turd. I understand that he can get be cantankerous and and uh, a bit rude when he gets pulled over by the police and things like that. But you know, the Albuquerque police are considered the most, if not the most corrupt police department in the entire country. One of them. I mean, the justice justice department handed down like 103 recommendations. Said they have to straighten out their act as far as racial profiling people. And as of like 11 months after the justice department issued this order, this edict, um, they've complied with like two and a half of them. So they're not really too much in line to being hip. And when you get pulled over with Albuquerque, New Mexico Police Department, I was down there. I never got pulled over, but I tell you like this: I get pulled over by the police nowadays. I stick both hands out the window. I just do. Let them see both hands. That way, nobody shoots anybody on account of accident, okay? I don't want to be an accident guy. Anyway, John Jones getting pulled over by the cops, giving him a bad time. Was, uh, of course, three weeks ago being in jail down there in Albuquerque for drag racing or allegedly drag racing when getting out of jail in time to fight St. Peru and beating him over five rounds. Uh, not a big surprise there. I mean, Jones was supposed to win. Some people thought Jones would win by stoppage, but, you know, St. Peru came to fight. He was in shape. He was motivated. And when you got a guy that's motivated, he doesn't want to lose. It's hard to beat him, even though you beat him 50 to 44. That's like with an extra 10-8 round there, besides beating him five to zip in rounds. That was one of the scorecards for John Jones. The others were 50 to 45 straight up shutout. Um, even though he was shut out, he was trying. And when you're trying, listen, sometimes it's hard to break a guy's will. You just don't want to, you just don't want to give it up. You can't give it up. You just can't do that, okay? And St. Peru, he, he wanted to prove his medal at night against John Jones and give him props. He did. He lasted five rounds. That'll be his claim to fame. Demetria Johnson, the, the unheralded world flyweight champion. Some people call him maybe one of the better fighters, powerful found all of MMA. I'm not all excited with him. I don't know why. Maybe it's 125 pounds. I have no idea. But he knocked out uh, uh, Henry Cejudo with a TKO and knee and punches in two minutes and 49 seconds of the very first round. A bit of a surprise there. Anthony Pettis, former lightweight champion. Man that's been on the show in the past. I thought that Pettis was the real deal. I thought Pettis was like the next superstar. He was going to be like the 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 flag bearer. He was going to carry the UFC on his shoulders like Tito Ortiz did back in the early days. I mean, it was going to be all Anthony Pettis. <clears throat> he had the moves. He had the conditioning. He had the he had it all. Well, he didn't have it all because he lost to Junior Dos Santos and he lost decisively to Dos Santos. Okay, and then the other night he lost going away to uh, Edson Barbosa. Barbosa's got a bad chin. You would have think that Pettis would have tried to check that chin a couple times, but it just didn't happen. Barbosa won a decision going away. A couple other fights on the car. Carla Esparza, a chick at 115 pounds, defeated Juliana Lima. Of course, that was unanimous, not across the board. And heavyweights are going at it. Heavyweight Walt Harris knocked out Cody East in a minute. Take that back, four minutes and 18 seconds. That was round number one. Of course, that was UFC 197. So that's the new rearview mirror. As far as the upcoming UFC schedule is concerned, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I want to look back at 2016 thus far, as far as the epic fights. I mean, we're five months into the UFC's year now, right? We completed four months. 
Which what uh, of those four months of those four fights? I look back on the calendar to you, and you tell me one of these fights you really really like to see again. I think they were just iconic type of fights that you've got to got to got to got to got to see again. Okay, let's go back to January. Okay, mm, I don't think so. One two. Johnny Hendricks and, and Josh Thompson and UFC Fight Night. Not, I don't know. Not really. I mean, you know, how about Fight Night? Silva and Bisping. That didn't work out too well. Conor McGregor and Diaz, UFC 196. That's really the only fight card of the year you want to talk about. I mean, you know, Mark Hunt knocking out Frank Mir. That was exciting. One punch, boom. Frank Mir was out, former two-time world heavyweight champion. That was a shocker and a stunner for Mir, but not a shocker and a stunner for guys that know that Samoans can punch. And Samoans are dangerous early, very dangerous early. And call him a slowing Samoan, call him a throwing Samoan, call him what you want. Well, Mark Hunt was on the money on March the 20th. But that McGregor-Diaz fight, of course, set for USC 196. That was the main event, March the 5th, the MGM Grand. Diaz had, uh, had pulled in as a last-minute substitute on eight days' notice. Conor McGregor had called the reigning USC lightweight champion, Rafael Dos Santos, a bum with a belt. A bum with a belt, and he was going to take his title. <clears throat> And that was all there was to it. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. Dos Santos got hurt. So in step Diaz, and McGregor picked Diaz because he said that Diaz was an easy fight, but a tough guy who put up a good effort, but I'll beat him and I'll knock him out and this kind of stuff. Well, it was at 170 pounds. Conor McGregor is the world 145-pound champion. I keep stressing this to you. And you can't move up 25 pounds and fight a guy that walks around 175, 180 pounds at his natural strength. And that's what Nate Diaz is all about. Nate Diaz is one rough dude. Of course, part of the... Diaz Brothers out of Stockton, California, the 209 area code. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, but I'm walking through Tijuana, the back streets of Tijuana, at 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning after leaving a bordello. Guess who I want to have with me? Nick and Nate Diaz. But it's not going to happen. Nate Diaz, of course, ready to go for this fight on uh, July the 9th, UFC 200. But, of course, that's been substituted, of course, with Daniel Cormier and John Jones going in there rematch instead. Uh, according to Dana White, the fight's just been scratched because, you know, first Conor McGregor said he retired. Then he said he didn't want to fight. Then he said he didn't want to make the, the press end of it. Then he said he wasn't getting enough money. Then he wasn't, wasn't getting enough respect. He's trying to say that he get generated $400 million for the company in the last eight months and that he only got a mere 25 or $30 million out of that. So he, he's upset over that. He thinks he should get a better percentage of the money. Should he? All athletes should get more money. No doubt about it. The promoters are always making a lot of money. I don't feel sorry for promoter except Jerry Buss. I felt sorry for Jerry Buss. Remember him, the owner of the L.A. Lakers? He was promoting a boxing card back in, in I guess it was 1990, 1989, somewhere around there at the L.A. Forum with Tommy Hearns, and he gave Tommy Hearns a half a million dollars in cash and he gave him some extra money. And and, uh, and uh, uh, Harold Smith went to Tommy Hearns and said, look, Jerry Buss is losing his ass. Can you give up that last $50,000 and let Jerry have it so we can cover some some expenses that he's got and things like that so he won't go in the hole on this? And you know what Tommy Hearns said? That's what promoters are supposed to do. And I mean, said, what? Why did he know? Yeah, they're supposed to lose money. No, promoters are not in the business of losing money, folks. Promoters are in the business of making money. Right now, the MMA world is making money hands over fist, especially with the UFC. These gates that they're putting together, wherever they go, they're making money, plus they've got television backing. Combine the two. That's an undefeated project, folks. Talk about the UFC right now. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Having some fun with the Tower of Power. Going to talk about mental weaknesses. Going to talk about the Bellator situation. How about Ben Askren? What's happened with Ben? Best welterweight in the world? Who's he? You don't know? We'll tell you about it after the break. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Wow. 
Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV How do most people discover the blends of tea they like? Shazam now to taste for yourself why Twining's Master Blenders travel the world to bring you the best teas, spices, and herbs for the perfect balance of taste, flavor, and aroma. Shazam now for your chance to win a tea gift set from Twining's of London. Shazam now and explore more than 50 expertly blended teas. You'll likely discover there's a perfect cup of tea for every moment of your day. Available at twiningsusa.com. That's twiningsusa.com. How do most people discover the blends of tea they like? Trial and error. But at Twinings of London, we believe in just trial. That's because we have nine master blenders traveling the world to find the best teas, spices, and herbs for the perfect balance of taste, flavor, and aroma. With over 50 great-tasting varieties, we wouldn't mind if you tried them all. Twinings of London. Teas that fit your every mood. Available to store near you or twiningsusa.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. A little knowledge is a dangerous thing. That's what the song says. Straight up on a frosty Christmas day in Russia. Guess what? The little publicized hearing took place. And guess who was the defendant, folks? I'll talk about 40-year-olds. 
Amar Soloa, who's a former UFC and Pride full con- uh, Pride Pride Fighting Championship fighter, of course, that was back in the day. He fought Chuck Liddell at UFC 35. He's a contract killer, an alleged contract killer. Like he's killing politicians with people like that. Good lord, man! You would think that um, you would think this didn't exist. And when you look at this guy, he looks like, he doesn't look like a mean guy, but he's a contract killer. Speaking of contract killers, guys getting in all kinds of kind of trouble. A former UFC Bellator and Strikeforce heavyweight uh, fighter, LeVar Big Johnson, was sentenced to five years in prison on Friday, stemming from an August arrest for domestic battery charges. Based on an incident uh, from August 11, uh, 2015, Johnson was charged with corporal injury on a spouse, cohabitant, assault likely to produce great bodily harm, dissuading a witness from reporting a crime, and dissuading a witness by force. He was charged with punching, kneeing. This is a fighter now doing this with a woman. Good Lord. He was charged with punching, kneeing, and slamming his girlfriend's head on the ground and on the wall. Johnson told, Johnson told the judge he was embarrassed and ashamed uh, about the ending of a seven-year relationship. He had friends speak for him and write for him that he was a good guy. But how can he be a good guy and stomp some girl's head into the ground? He went 18 and 10 as a pro. But, I mean, think about that. Stomping some girl onto the ground. This is something like a, a, a scene from The Sopranos. Something, like, something really, really don't want to know about. Speaking of The Sopranos, I sort of think this guy's a bit of a hitman because King Mo either goes out there and knocks people out or he gets knocked out. King Mo's like, kill or be killed. King Mo's going to be in the main event May the 14th when Strike Force, I'll take that back, when Spike TV and the former Strike Force CEO, Bellator, I'm talking about Scott Coker, takes his act back to San Jose. And, of course, the, they call it the SAP Arena. They call it the Shark Tank. They call it the HP Pavilion. They call it whatever you want. But the bottom line is the San Jose Big Arena, what's the whole, 17,000, 18,000 people for the Sharks? It's going to be the host for a Bellator MMA card on the 14th with King Mo in the main event, 19-4, taking on a former uh, UFC fighter, Phil Davis. King Mo got a glass chin, people thought, because he's been knocked out. This is, of course, a 205 pounds light heavyweight. Pretty good fight, but, you know, Bellator's got to make these fights consistent, and I keep saying this over and over again. I'm going to want to go down there and watch this fight. It's going to be, of course, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, it'll be 5 p.m. Pacific time. So if they air it at 5 p.m. Pacific time, that would be a fantastic show in the afternoon. I can get back to air the Johnny Taco show, of course, at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Each and every Saturday night, Johnny Taco and his all-stars, Zach Attack Young, Dominic Cadwallader Jimenez, whose mother owns a significant portion of the network. So if you're wondering why he's on the show, that's why. His mother cuts the stock dividends around here. She is boss. I kid you not. Anyway, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. So we've got Strike Force, take it back, Bellator. I always call it Strike Force because, you know, it's Scott Coker. But Scott Coker sold Strike Force, of course, to Zufa Sports, the people that own the UFC. I'm talking about Dana. Dana White, he owns 10%. Lorenzo and Frank Petito own the bulk of that, with the exception of another 13% being owned by the Dubai government. So the bottom line is, the Fertitas have got all the money here. They own the Palace Casinos. I mean, they've made a lot of money. And if they pocketed $400 million in the past couple of promotions with Conor McGregor, well, then I guess they they owe Conor McGregor a bit more than $10 million. Don't you think? I mean, isn't that what this is all about? Shouldn't the athlete get paid? I mean, knock Floyd Mayweather. I'm not a Floyd Mayweather fan. He's talking about coming back, getting nine figures for a comeback, things like that. I never want to see him fight again. I never want to see him fight. I haven't wanted to see him fight since, like, 1995, 1999, I take that back. He was, wasn't a pro until 96. 
I remember when he cried in the Olympic trials. He lost in the Olympic trials over here in Oakland, California, to Floyd Mayweather, the best fighter pound for pound in the world, the macho king that he was. Of course, he lost to Augie Sanchez of Las Vegas, Nevada, and he cried, and he threw his gloves around, and he threw a fit, and he ran around the ring, and Sheldon Finkel, the former uh, uh, music promoter that turned boxing manager, of course, with Dan Duva managing the entire 84 Olympic team, uh, he came there, and he was trying to console Floyd Mayweather, who was in tears. You know, Floyd was just a big baby. Floyd's an emotional basket case. He still is. I mean, the fact that people are going to pay him, somebody wants to pay him nine figures to fight again, nine figures to fight. Who the, who in their right mind would want to watch him box again? What is it? Do MMA fans, do boxing fans, do combat sports fans, does even a professional wrestling fan get off on what Floyd Mayweather does? I mean, what does he do this so well? Why is it that people are so enamored with him? I think they've been conned. I mentioned this before, sort of like Jim Jones and that and that that occult down there in Ghana in the 1970s when they drank the Kool-Aid to die. I mean, you drink the, the, the Mayweather Kool-Aid and you believe he's the greatest thing on earth when you haven't seen anything as far as boxing and its history. From a historical point of view, he doesn't even rate up there with Roberto Duran or Tommy Hearns or Sugar Ray Leonard, okay? I think he would have had difficulties with Rufa Benitez. I'm not trying to say he couldn't beat guys like Carlos Palomino and people like that at 147. I think he could have, but I don't think he could ever beat Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Tommy Hearns, Marvin Hagler, any of those guys. He wouldn't have dealt with any of those guys. He just doesn't have the intestinal fortitude to do. Because if he did, he'd be marching for a fight with Gennady Golovkin. And not, remember he was marching for them, he was talking about fighting Ronda Rousey about five, six months ago. That mixed fight, of course, Ronda getting lit up like a White House Christmas tree by Holly Holm, and then Holly Holm getting drilled by Misha Tate. That sort of set up a round robin in which Dana White came out the winner. You know why? He doesn't have to deal with Holly Holm's manager. I'm talking about Lenny Fresquez, the uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico fight promoter, the boxing guy, the restaurateur. Of course, uh, Dana White refers to him as an old boxing guy. He don't like him. He doesn't like, he doesn't like Lenny. Lenny can be a bit of an arrogant guy. He can. He's very smart. He's very rich, and he uses it to, to, I won't say muscle people or bully people, but Lenny gets his way most of the time, okay? And Lenny and when Lenny and, and Dana White got in the same room as far as negotiating concern, I don't know, man. I think they should have did this long distance or maybe in other rooms because putting those two egos in the same room, I just don't think there's enough room in, in a 12-by-12 12 room for Dana White and Lenny Fresco's to negotiate a fight. So now Fresco's girl, Holly Holm, is out. And the infight's going to be Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey whenever the hell Ronda wants to come back and fight again. Because, you know, Ronda got her teeth knocked around. Her teeth were loose. She got knocked, got knocked into another time zone. Of course, she was supposed to win that fight. People thought that Holly Holm didn't have a chance. But Holly Holm came in there like an almost undefeated professional fighter, something like 34-2 and two with a couple of draws. Not a big puncher. Okay, But, you know, when you take off those big gloves, those 10-ounce gloves, you put 4-ounce gloves on a girl and she's punching down on you, guess what? All of a sudden, she can punch a little bit. She can. She knew how to punch. She knew how to put leverage on her punches. That was some, something a lot of MMA fighters just don't get. And if you look at MMA now, the uh, ascension of some of these good fighters like Luke Rocco, who beat uh, Chris Weidman for the World Middleweight Championship, they'll hook it up in a, again in a rematch in a few months. But, you know, when they hooked it up the first time, I mean, these guys both had a little boxing acumen there. I mean, that's what, that's what Chris Weidman used to win the World Middleweight Championship from Anderson Silva and beat him again. Broke his leg the second time, but that first time, boxing one-on-one, just knocked out. Knockout. Classic knockout. 
Left hook, right hand. That's just boom, boom, boom. Three-punch combination. When it's done right, that's what happens. Because a lot of times, guys don't see the second and third punch coming. That's what's so good about throwing combinations. That's what makes combination fighters, guys that can throw combinations, special. One-twos just don't make it all the time. One-twos, one-twos, one-twos. No, you throw your punches in combination. You got guys looking at punches coming from different angles. Maybe a jab, a right cross, and an uppercut. Three different angles for a punch to come on. Guess what? It's going to make some contact somewhere because you've got to open it up. You've got to open guys up. Enough guys don't open guys up nowadays. They go in there, they're looking to do their thing right away and get stone-cold knockouts. And what happens in return? They get submitted. You've got to go over there and impose your will. And right now, the man imposing will the most in the world heavyweight championship, world heavyweight division, of course, is the heavyweight champion, Fabrice Renoum. He's just a few days away from a heavyweight title offense. He'll be down there in Brazil, folks. Of course, UFC going to Brazil. Take on Step Mioca. That's the 14th of May from Curitiba, Brazil, the world heavyweight champion, the man that destroyed Cain Velasquez. I mean, he just destroyed him. Cain came in there the prohibitive favorite. Cain was supposed to win this fight. Cain was supposed to be a contest. Verdun was sort of like, you know, long in the tooth, predictable, things like that. But no, he got his act together. He went down to Mexico. He trained eight to ten weeks, almost three months, in the uh, Mexican high, high altitude of Mexico City, the the, uh, the that incredible altitude, was it 10,000 feet, 8,000 8, feet, somewhere around there. Anyway, of course, uh, Cain Velasquez, and he decided to, to train at sea level here in California. So when he went down there, he had problems walking up the stairs and running out of breath. That's how bad it is, folks. I kid you not. I was in Mexico City for an event, a civic event, in 19, I'll say about 1999, 1999-2000. And we had this big event, and there was this big ballroom, and the ballroom was at the top of this stairway that went around, okay? And it was like a two- or three-four stairways. They had to walk a lot of stairs, but it was around, one big stairway going around in a circle. Well, guess what? Two people had heart attacks on the stairs. I kid you not. They had heart attacks, had heart infarctions. They had to have an ambulance come because people couldn't climb during the altitude. And here, this guy, Cain Velasquez, thought he was Superman, that he was going to go down to Mexico to, pr- to, to prove Mother Nature wrong, to prove Verdum wrong, to prove the entire world wrong. His camp told him. He had to go to high altitude. He wouldn't listen. He wanted to hang around his taco truck down there in Silicon Valley. Of course, you saw how fat he got before that fight. When he came down and wait for that fight, what did he weigh, about 240 pounds? He was loose. He was flabby. It wasn't the same old Cain Velasquez. The Cain Velasquez we saw a couple of years ago that fought guys like Brock Lesnar and things like that, that guy is done. He's done. Cain, stick a fork in him. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is Sports Byline iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions 
Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. In appreciation for your donation, support, and telling others, we're going to provide everyone who donates with a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. This commemorative collection will change every month, and you'll have access to it with your supporting donation of any amount. So go to sportsbyline.com funding and also tell your friends. You'll be helping preserve, grow, and digitize the Sports Byline interview library so that today's sports fans and those in the future will forever be able to enjoy this treasure. Thank you for your help and support. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price. Again, get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Isn't that nice? What a crowd. Huh? Yeah, they love you. Really nice. Don't get, how you doing? Okay? I'm doing fine. That's You're great. looking real good. Yeah? Real good. Right. Yeah. No, but I've been working hard, Johnny, and I'm trying to relax. You know, yeah. I got uh, I go to Las Vegas next week, the resorts after that. I got an album coming out, a movie coming out. I'm working very hard. Yeah. Well, you know, my father, he was a workaholic. Really? Oh, yeah. You mentioned work, he got drunk. I <laughs> did <that. laughs> But I finally solved my drinking problem. I joined Alcoholics Anonymous. You know? Yeah, I still drink. I use a different name. That's all. <laughs> now, I tell you, my problem is I, I drink too much, way too much. Yeah. I got my doctor a urine specimen. There was an olive in it. <laughs> hey, when I drink, I don't know what I'm doing. I was loaded one night into a gay bar. Ooh, it was ridiculous. There was 15 guys for every guy. <laughs> now, I'm never lucky in bars. Uh-huh. I saw a sign of a one bar. It said topless, bottomless. I went inside. There was no one there. <laughs> Life ain't easy. I mean, nothing works, sir. You just try to look out for number one, and I step to number two. <laughs> and smoking, that's another one. Yeah. Try to stop smoking. That's a beauty, huh? Well, with cigarettes, my wife and I, we made a deal, my wife and I. We yeah. only smoke after sex. I've got the same pack now since 1975. <laughs> what bothers me is my wife. She's up to three packs a day. <laughs> Tell you the truth, my wife and I, we never have sex. Now we get undressed, we can't stop laughing, you know. (laughs) 
But I'll tell you one thing. When my wife does have sex, she screams. Ooh, especially when I walk in on her. <laughs> now you can, I know my wife cheats on me. Every time I come home, the parrot says, quick, out the window, you know? <laughs> Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Pedro, let me, let me tell, let, let me tell you something, man. Congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. Veronica Bennett. Better known as Ronnie Spector in the Ronettes. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Guess what? Conor McGregor is now tweeting. He's tweeting again. Come on, USC. Cut the BS. Give me Diaz. July the 9th, of course, the co-main event with Daniel Cormier and John Jones being in the main event. That would be a fantastic card. Is it going to happen, though? Because I'm telling you, what's happening with Conor McGregor is, you know, recently a fighter that was involved with uh, his MMA promotions in Europe, I think he died as a result of a fight. He was, you know, seriously hurt, and then he died afterwards. So that wasn't pretty, and Conor McGregor was at that fight, so that's got to be a little daunting as well. And, you know, and the fact that he did get lit up like a White House Christmas tree against Nate Diaz. I mean, it wasn't, he had his moments early on. I mean, he was able to strike and hit hard against Diaz, but he was hitting against a bigger guy, and when he hit against a bigger guy, guess what? Sometimes if you don't get him out right away, you're going to gas. That's just the way it is, man. When you fight bigger guys, you get tired. That's what happened to Conor McGregor, but now he's saying, cut the BS, give me Diaz, he wants to fight Diaz. He's doing this via, via social media. He said this was a tweet as of uh, 7.55 a.m. this morning. That's Eastern time. So straight up, Conor McGregor now trying to get back in the mix after the UFC says, well, maybe we'll do him a little bit later. And wouldn't it be better if they just put this fight off a little while and maybe, like, put some more fire underneath it? I don't think it needs any more fire. I don't think it needs any more buildup. The buildup is there. The buildup was Nate Diaz beat. Conor McGregor. It was an upset to some. To some, it wasn't. The naturally bigger man won. Nine out of the ten times, that's the way it goes in the world of combat sports, be it boxing or be it mixed martial arts. The bigger guy's going to win the majority of the time. Okay? And Nate Diaz won, so he's probably going to win in the rematch. And you'd be a fool to bet against Nate Diaz if they were to hook it up in a rematch, but it's not probably going to be at UFC 200. But that would be the ideal thing to do. I think it would be fantastic. That would be a great move by... By, uh, by the people at Zufa Sports, Dana White, et cetera, the Fertitta brothers. They've got to give something back. I think they've got to give something back. And they've been taken, they've been taken, they've been taken. Every month, they take 70 bucks from me from on pay-per-view. If you got high def, I don't know what it costs you. 70 bucks. 70 bucks a month, okay? Uh, over a year, what? That's almost a grand. That's not too cool. That's a lot of money. That's $1,000 per household if you're an MMA fan a combat sports fan, that you're thrown into the world of the UFC, okay? That's a lot of money. Are you getting that kind of money in return? Are you really getting a return for your dollar? Not all the time. That's why I'm against these monthly pay-per-view cards. It puts them against the wall. It puts a gun to their head. It sort of says, you got to put forth a match that's going to be worthy on pay-per-view. But there aren't too many matches worthy on pay-per-view. You can put Don, uh, Demetrius Johnson, the world flyweight champion, in 10 main events on pay-per-view. doesn't mean it's going to draw not going to draw. Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, that's going to draw. That's a super fight. Why is it a super fight? Because you had one guy talking all that smack, and he went out there, and he got annihilated. He submitted in the second round. He gassed. That's right. Conor McGregor, a guy that was fighting at 145, B 
beating Jose Aldo in record time, 13 seconds, destroying the, the best fighter in MMA in the minds of a whole lot of people. Of course, the unbeaten Aldo had never lost at 145 in his life. The only fight he had ever lost was at 155 pounds. We moved up to the lightweight division. I think he lost that on a submission by a karate guy. So I'm telling you, at 145, he was unbeaten. But that's 145. 145, 170, that's like, that's like three weight classes apart. I think weight classes should be split about five to seven pounds apart. I really do. Because I've seen the difference between guys at 126 and 130 pounds. There's a difference in their size. There's a difference in the guys fighting in these light boxing matches, like at 108 pounds, uh, the light flyweight, and then you have 112 pounds, the flyweight division. And between 112 and 115, the guys are bigger. They just are. That's just the way it is. Three pounds is a significant difference as far as 115 to 118 pounds. So when the UFC and the world of mixed martial arts goes all these, you know, it starts at 125, they got their flyweight division, then 135 is a bantamweight division. Then, of course, that's Dominic Cruz. 145 is Conor McGregor's title. Of course, that's a little bit up in the air right now. 155 is Rafael Dos Anjos, who'll be defending that title. Soon we'll talk about that in a little bit. 170, of course, is Robbie Lawler, the world welterweight champion. I mean, he is the real deal, no doubt about it, man. I mean, geez, what can I say? I like him. I like what he brings to the dance. And, of course, at middleweight, you've got Luke Rockhold. And, of course, he is the man, of course, that beat Chris Wyman. And that was a bit of an upset earlier in the year because Weidman was considered undefeated and untouched. I mean, he beat Anderson Silva twice, so he wasn't going to happen. So I'm looking back at the UFC schedule this year, and I'm really only finding that, you know, the Rockhold upset, that was enough. Luke Rockhold upset and Chris Weidman, yeah, that was an upset, but Rockhold was a bigger guy. But outside of that, there's really only one fight you want to see again. And that fight you want to see, Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz. That's the fight you want to see, no doubt about it. You know, I'm looking at the... Uh, I'm looking at some of these ads here on some of the websites I'm rolling through the internet, and I want to mention this for a second. You know FanDuel? Remember I mentioned FanDuel? I ripped them apart on my late-night show. I would have been ripped off. They were only like 7% or 15% of the people win the money, and the same 15% of the people winning it all the time, and the most of these people have computers and all that kind of good stuff doing the FanDuel type of thing. Well, here's, what's, here's the latest FanDuel thing from our sponsor. Join FanDuel risk-free this week. Win cash or get a refund in your first league. What are they trying to say? You bet for free? Yeah, right. Give me a break. WWE, John Cena. Of course, the star of the WB, the man that's been around for quite a long time now, what, almost 15, 16, 17 years now, on top in the WWE. John Cena, the the all-American guy, says he misses the R-rated aspects of professional wrestling. And I think I've got to agree with him on that because professional wrestling now, as far as the PG-14 type of thing is concerned on TV, it's sort of cheesy. You know, if I want to go to a real clean wrestling match, I'll go see my buddy over at Big Time Wrestling over in Newark, California. He throws a family show. Nobody's bleeding, nobody's swearing, nobody's cussing, nobody's throwing low blows and things like that. But when you watch the WWE, that's what's missing, I think. I'm missing the profanity. Well, how can I say that? Yes, the profanity's missing. I think the blood's missing. You guys don't blade each other often enough. And when people blade each other in wrestling, folks, they take a little a little razor blade that's usually hitting in their... Uh, in a piece of tape around their fingertip, and they cut their own forehead. Now, some guys let other guys cut themselves, and I would never let, and I would, I would never cut myself, let alone let another guy cut myself. Because I remember one guy who was uh, Abdul the Butcher cut somebody, and not only did the guy allegedly get HIV or hepatitis or something like that, but he cut an artery, and the guy almost died. So Abdul, you know, I mean, you've got these, these amateurs cutting you up with razor blades all over your face. It just isn't pretty, but that is the world of professional wrestling. As nasty as it is. So speaking of pro wrestling right now, 
we have the WWE, we have TNA Wrestling, we have Ring of Honor, and that's sort of a, that's really about it. We've got New Japan Wrestling, and I think that there's going to be some exciting with that. Of course, uh, Jim Ross, the former voice of the WWE, went over to Japan, and he's voicing now the New Japan Wrestling matches. And if New Japan gets back on track, maybe pro wrestling can come back to an extent because that's where pro wrestling has its heyday. That's where it's at. That's where all the real fans are in Japan, in Asia. They're not here anymore. They're just not here in the United States anymore. I mean, this man is banking all his money on this WWE network at 10 bucks a month. Well, more power to him, but I hear he's losing money. Although you get to watch all the events for free. I mean, for 10 bucks a month, it's sort of cool. If you're a WrestleMania guy and you want to watch WrestleMania once a year, and that costs you like 70 bucks, right? But if you buy Vince McMahon's package at 10 bucks a month, it's 120 a year, so you get to watch WrestleMania and all the other stuff as well for another 50 bucks. So I guess it's not a bad deal if you're a wrestling fan. But if you're not a wrestling fan, find some website and internet to watch it on for free. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, mixed martial arts, and of course professional wrestling. I am the man, Pedro Fernandez, the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race. Back with one segment of Ring Talk right after this. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. 
Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Good to see you're still alive. I think I like you. UFC Fight Night, Alistair Overeem, Andre Arvlosky, May the 8th from Rotterdam, Netherlands. That means Lebanese hash night, UFC Fight Night, one in the same. For, for Beast of Doom, Stip Miokic on May the 14th from Brazil, UFC 198. And of course, UFC 199, the aforementioned Luke Rockhold and Chris Weidman, too. Let's talk about the WWE. I just mentioned them, of course. They're coming back with a pay-per-view today. And this is why this is why the, their pay-per-views are so horrible. This is why they can't draw anymore. This is their heavyweight champion. Roman Reigns taking the AJ Styles. AJ Styles, great performer, no doubt about it. Maybe he's a few years past the speaking. Roman Reigns, I don't know. Mr. McMahon's going to be on the show. Is he still involved? There's a WWE women's title on the line. I mean... Kevin Owens is on the card, international intercontinental champion between The Miz and Cesaro. I mean, Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho. I mean, does this sound like anything you really want to watch if you're really a professional wrestling fan? I just don't think so. I don't think the product's there, even if they're giving you this at 8 or 10 bucks a month or if they're giving you free trials. I mean, is a trial worth it? I mean, think about it. This is a pay-per-view event. It sucks. I think it's terrible, and I think that's why the WWE is headed the way it is, and I think they'll be out of business in about 10 or 15 years. Yeah, there'll always be a few wrestling fans, but I think that once MMA really takes a stronghold as far as people realize, you know what, I don't want to watch fake fights when I can watch real fights. When people start to get to that, and slowly but surely, the market from wrestling is going over to mixed martial arts, okay? They're not going away from boxing. They're going away from wrestling. And when that happens, I'm telling you, mixed martial arts in 15 years from now, Pro wrestling will probably be just an asterisk, a little small club show here and there. If Vince McMahon can keep this corporation together in 15 or 20 years from now, I wish him the very best, but I don't think it's going to happen. Speaking of Vince McMahon, how about Ric Flair? Fleur, I think is his real name, of course. Ric Flair, the former world heavyweight champion. Was he 67 years old now? An iconic figure in the world of uh, professional wrestling. Well, he's been known to, to, to you know, to tip, tip, to tip his glass a few times. I don't know if you remember, but back in the days, when he was part of the Four Horsemen, that act he put together with the Anderson Brothers and people like that who weren't really the Anderson Brothers on TV, and Tully Blanchard and these guys, they flew around in jets, private jets and things like that. And he really did, because this guy, Ric Flair, I mean, he was in a jet crash. The jet crash, a private jet crash, he broke his back and he survived and he came back. 
to be one of the greatest performers in professional wrestling history. And I kid you not, he is a fantastic performer. He still takes bumps at the age of 68 years old. But he wasn't taking a bump this past week at Logan Airport. Got into a bit of a trouble about 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. Bit drunk, you know, a little intoxicated. Probably didn't sleep too well the night before. But the bottom line is the cops detained him for a little while. He was treated for a cut after he fell down over his luggage. And in the end, he was allowed to board his plane and go on. But Ric Flair having his issues at the age of 67. And who doesn't? He's been a great performer. Let him go, man. I just I, I don't want to see him die in the ring. That's what I'm afraid of. I saw him take a body slam like about six or eight months ago, like on the cement floor. I mean, a body slam on the cement floor at, at 66 years old, and he was willing to take that kind of pop and that kind of bump, what, all for the fact to entertain people? I just don't get it. Speaking of entertainment, we won't be talking entertainment next week on this show. We'll be talking concussion. We're talking CRT. We're talking about CRE. We're talking about brain damage. We're talking about brain damage in combat sports, be it combat sports, boxing, mixed martial arts. We're talking the NFL. We're going to go deep. I'm trying to get a medical professional to come on and talk about this, but not too many guys want to go on the record about it. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll quote, they'll let you give a quote here and there, but as far as putting them on the record and grilling them, I mean, how many guys in the world of the NFL are suffering brain damage? Well, latest test results indicate that as many as 43% might be suffering brain damage. And if that's the case in football, it's mainly with the linemen and the running backs and things like that. The quarterbacks and the cornerbacks are sort of immune to that. But the running backs and the linemen susceptible to brain damage for some reason. Why? All that contact. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, Saturday for an hour, Sunday for two hours on Sports Byline. Then we come back Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, an hour of boxing, and an hour of mixed martial arts. Till next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, I want to thank the man behind the glass, the man behind the glass, the Wizard of Oz himself, Mr. Scott Cuddy. Without him, this program would be nothing. Until then, peace. Peace.